Hello and welcome to the Image Doctors Photography Podcast. I'm Jason O'Dell. And I'm Rick Walker. And uh, we've got a great show lined up for you today, right, Rick? <laughs> for, I think so. Uh, it'll we'll, be interesting. We'll let everyone decide afterwards. <laughs> you're, you're definite. It depends on your on your interpretation of the word great. If no, it's not no. positive, don't let us know. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's start off with uh, some housekeeping things um, that I wanted to bring up. I wanted to just say a huge thanks to the folks who have signed up um, to support us through our Patreon and our blog page. Because we have a few of you out there. And that is really, really great for us because it, it encourages us to do more uh, detailed stuff. Um, and it's also nice to see some of our um, older friends. And I mean that not by their age, but how long we've known them uh, showing up in the list. That's just kind of nice. Absolutely. So that that is good. Um, and this uh, helps us continue with what we're doing and, and expand it a little bit even. Absolutely. So to that end too, I want to bring up our blog page for a second. Um, image doctors, photo.com just mm -hmm. so that people get an idea of what's out there. Cause there's a, there's a bunch of articles that are available to our supporters at the supporter level. Um, not just First of all, there is a bonus video that we put out last week, um, but there's a couple of articles that are available to our readers. Um, you've got one on something that's actually quite tempting for me to buy. I, mm -hmm. the, the, what is it? The Wotencraft uh, collapsible bag. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like, it's like a waste pack, but it's, it's tiny and you've got photos in there and, and your review of that. Um, there's a video um, where I go through some of the AI noise reduction tools uh, in Lightroom and compare them. So I compared um, the AI uh, uh, in DxO with the Lightroom's new AI noise reduction and do some side-by-side -side comparisons there. And that's in a video because it's hard to do that in, uh, uh, in a video. In a and it's hard to do. It's almost impossible to do an audio. It's, it's, it's even hard to do with screenshots. It's just a little bit tough. Yeah. Um, and then a, a new article that, that, that came out just last week is also on some of my favorite uh, tra travel accessories for photographers, things that aren't necessarily in your camera kit, but they're really good. We've both traveled extensively. And so these are some things that you can find over on our new supporter blog, imagedoctorsphoto.com. So if you haven't checked it out, there's a lot of content for there, and I promise there's some more coming. Um, in sure. fact, there's an article coming out that'll be dropping out this weekend, I believe. So um, that'll from be me? Good. No, from me um, and me. Oh, so and we'll from you. So one. we'll have yeah, yeah. There's one. There's one in the queue that's coming up that I think people will enjoy. Um, and then the one from you too is a another uh, like a lens thing, right? Uh, yeah. Lighting. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, good stuff. Um, so so just quick wanted to just mention that again and, and, and thank everyone who has signed up um, well, more on that on the end. Um, so uh, this, also week, we need to remind people that we still have a few slots in a Rocky mountain national park, right? Three uh, photo three safari. Spots. That's it during the first week of October, which is just a great time to be there. It should be a glorious trip. We're both psyched about it. And um, especially if you haven't had a, chance to do a lot of really serious landscape and wildlife shooting this will be a fabulous time to do it you can get all caught up yeah absolutely okay so stand by for for more on that um and uh, we'll have uh, we'll continue to produce uh, interesting content for our 
our sites, both in video and blog form. Okay, um, now this week, uh, before, our main topic uh, is going to be another photography spotlight uh, on an interesting and influential photographer, um, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but just a few little housekeeping things. Uh, one, uh, and we'll go more into this um, in detail later, but uh, for those meaning our, next week, next week, yes. For those people who who own the Nick collection of plugins, the DXO uh, Nick collection, um, it it got an upgrade. It's a paid upgrade uh, this past week, and it now the the suite is version six. Although the, most of the plugins are still fundamentally the same, but it had some major major enhancements, and in our opinion, improvements to the interface. Uh, where we both immediately went out and <laughs> paid the upgrade and, yeah. and did it. So we'll save the details for next week. But the key thing is, whereas sometimes on these Nick collection upgrades recently, we felt like, yeah, there wasn't much in there, but we are helping keep it alive because we do value the plugins and use them a lot. This this is a very solid one that has a mm -hmm. bunch of useful upgrades to it. And, and not the least of which were performance improvements that made it a lot more usable. Yeah. So I, I noticed that right away, just the, the yeah. overall performance of the, of the plugins themselves. Yeah. So better. hang tight in that, but there are a bunch of refinements there that um, are good and, and we'll be able to sort it out. That will probably also make its way into bonus content as well. Correct. Um, cause with videos, we can do screen sharing. Yeah. Hey, there's a so concept. Enough of that one. All right. And then we went out shooting a little bit earlier this week just to play around with, because you made a, not really an impulse buy because you've been eyeing this for a long time, no. but after, um, all of the Olympus lenses or not all, but most of them were currently on sale. Um, and, and for the first time, I think you got a better deal than I did. The 100 to 400 F5 to 6.3 was on sale and currently is. I think it's running about $200 off. Yeah. So so for, for $12.99 US, you can get this lens right now. It normally goes for $14.99. Uh, it's about a two and a half pound lens that functions with the same angle of view as a 200 to 800 millimeter uh, super zoom, which is frankly incredible yeah um so we want to talk a little bit so we decided to go out to our local nature center look for some birds it wasn't it wasn't great but you at least got to to practice with not not only the lens but just also play with more of the bird detection systems because learning your autofocus systems behavior on in, no matter which camera you have is really critical wouldn't you say absolutely i mean just knowing what it's gonna do when it fails when it works whatever especially the subject detection so what were your first impressions when you got this this lens, this 100 to 400? Well, I had seen it before, so I'm, I'm going to cheat a little bit. But, I mean, it's a, it's a nicely made lens. It does not feel cheap or plasticky. It feels very solid and, and nicely made. Um, I think that, you know, the angle of view is, is pretty fabulous if you're trying to do wildlife photography, especially stuff that includes birds because um, you need a lot of focal length or equivalent focal length for, for yeah. that. And, and having the equivalent of 800 millimeters on tap, and, and you can actually use this lens with a teleconverter, although I didn't bother. That gets to yeah. be almost silly. The, 
the main thing I know, you know, a negative with it, just to make it clear, is it doesn't have the best stabilization out there. They promise about three stops. And that's probably true. Um, but at an equivalent focal length of 800 millimeters, it's a little bit harder to keep stuff centered in the viewfinder. You know, if the stabilization was a little bit better, it'd be a little bit easier, but it's just fine. Um, but, but there's a caveat with that. Yeah, that's, it's no, so let's, caveat. let's be clear because this is a unique thing. There are lenses that have stabilization built into them. And then there's lenses that don't. And then there's lenses that can work with a camera's IBIS system and mm -hmm. ones that don't. And interestingly enough, if you use this lens and disable its optical stabilization system, and you're using a newer Olympus camera like the OM-1, you actually get better stabilization than by using it, the one in the lens. Right. Because the OM-1 can give you, give you about seven stops, uh, theoretically, of stabilization. Um, whether or with not shorter that, focal lengths. Yeah, with, with shorter ones. But I didn't have any major issues. However, I certainly saw the difference. So if you get this lens and you put it on your camera thinking, I'm going to have the optical stabilizer on, you might actually get worse results than using it with, that, with it turned off, which is counterintuitive, but it's true. Yes. Now, there are other lenses that cost significantly more in some cases that actually synchronize the, the stabilizer in the lens with that in the body. And then you can get some ridiculously good stabilization. Yeah. Um, but those are th this is not one of those. This is an older design. And, but, it's, and, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's it's absolutely fine. And when you factor in where are you going to find an 800 millimeter equivalent at at a this price point, and b that size form factor, right. you probably aren't. <laughs> you know, no, it's, no, it's, it's at least that's not not a very good one. I'll I'll just say I think it was true for both of us. You know, we were rocking around a, a pretty good sized area. Um, creeks and ponds and mm -hmm. stuff like that and you just didn't really feel the weight it was you like know? i wasn't really carrying much yeah. more than a body i didn't yeah. even have a neck strap i had a a wrist strap right you know on, right. on the camera and i had the vertical grip on there just because um, it it makes sense to use that with uh, bigger lenses and it was just almost like nothing right so i was that just was, looking that up, was pretty nice you know be, because i do have the I do have the 100 to 400 um, uh, Nikkor Z lens, which is a wonderful lens. Yeah. Um, you know, in comparison, it it weighs um, 3.4 pounds, and this one weighs uh, 2.6 pounds. And if you add the collar, it's a little bit. It's just it's just about three. Now that doesn't sound like much, um, but in order to get 800 millimeters of reach with my Nikon system. I need to add the TC 1.4. Okay, so now I'm up to 3.9 pounds. Um, and I'm using it on a heavier, larger body. Uh, and I'm using it in DX crop mode. So the equivalent kit, uh, just, just to compare, uh, my a, a Z9 kit with the three lenses, uh, or with the lens plus TC, that, which is what I took to Panama. And mm -hmm. works great. It was wonderful. I mean, I'm not not complaining whatsoever. That that's a almost seven pounds. It's six point eight pounds. Whereas the way we were in the field, the OM one with the one hundred to four hundred, and you can take that tripod collar off completely and save some weight. Um, that was a 
a uh, that was a three point nine pound kit. So six point nine versus three point nine. <laughs> so that that's a you know that's a lot of weight in 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 terms of what you're walking around with, and it makes a difference when you're hand holding and you're trying to keep a bird in the frame for extended periods of time or if it's flying or whatever it makes a difference mm-hmm. what um, i what i did find is that the subject recognition features worked well with the lens it focused rapidly um you know i got lots of um images with accurate autofocus not a hundred percent but you don't get a hundred percent with anything you mm-hmm. know when you're playing with the subject detection um so it was it was very good. It was very helpful. Um, I like the results. Yeah, I'm and pleased with it. Yeah, it's, I mean, a couple of little things. Need. It has a limiter switch on the side, which has three positions: the full range, and then a then a close up range, one you know minimum to six meters, and then a six meter to infinity range. You can use those on the lens. Um, interestingly enough, something I discovered about the OM1 is that you can set up focus limiters for any lens and set the distances to whatever you want, which was I thought really you can have cool. three of them. Yeah. Yeah. You can have three different settings. So you could have like a minimum, a medium, and a you know, way far out or whatever you wanted to do. Right. Um, and and you can use that. Um, the lens does extend when you zoom it, but we didn't find that to be a real problem in terms of handling or balance, whereas some lenses it can be quite kind of challenging throws the weight off a little bit the bigger and heavier they get the mm-hmm. more challenging it gets this one isn't bad enough to be a real and, problem and the really crazy thing is if you go over to my website luminescentphoto.com and check out my blog there i just posted some photos i fit this lens in my little billingham hadley pro bag that you gifted me a couple of years ago mm-hmm. which is this purse size thing and it fits you know under the seat of just about any airline that you could run into you know it's personal item size that it's not a bulky I, I bag i would refer to it as a manly shoulder bag size. it's a satchel my friend rather it's than a, a purse but well you know, yeah. sized it, yes but it's it's not a big bag um no this lens fits in it vertically not with a camera attached to it obviously but it fits right in i was shocked at how much you could put in there um and it doesn't weigh very much so that was kind of just a bonus thing um was there anything else I wanted to mention about the experience or the lens? Oh, I would just say I would agree with you that um, handling a lens of this size would be a little bit easier with the the grip um, from which which you can use uh, in the OM one, uh, and it doesn't. You don't need to have a battery. You don't need to put two batteries in it, right? If I recall, I don't own it yet, but you do, and uh, it's not very big and heavy. And, and it's not no, because the, you want to add the grip. It's more about balancing and shooting in the vertical orientation where it's a little mm-hmm. easier. It's mm-hmm. it's not about, you know, whatever. Um, but it doesn't add much mass to the overall kit. No, the, the thing that's nice about it is it's not one of the grips where that has the extension that goes up into the camera's battery compartment. Right. Which is just more of a hassle to put on and take off. Um, and then it just has, it uses the camera's battery and then one battery that's in the grip. So a total okay. of two, Okay, uh, but, but it's nice. It works well. And as you pointed out, if you have a battery in the camera and the battery battery in the grip, um, what about having to take the grip off to charge the battery? No, just plug in your camera to a USB-C charger and charge both mm-hmm. batteries. So yeah. it works anyway, very fun, uh, good lens. Um, 
you know, obviously there's more expensive alternatives. That's true. Um, but for a value, it, it's tough to beat that one. Um, and the results I got were, were very good, very sharp. I, I think most people would be very pleased using the combo. Excellent. All right. So moving on to our, um, our spotlight historical photographer spotlight segment, whatever. Yeah. Joel Meyerowitz. He is. And when you mentioned the name, it was not one that I knew off the top of my head, but maybe some of our listeners absolutely do. So why don't uh, you tell us? So Joel is a, um, he's still around and um, I think he's like 85 now. And so he's like, you know, several times I've talked about photographers that, you know, made an impact on me when I was, you know, really getting into more serious photography as a teenager. And he's one of them. I can remember his, he, he had been a street photographer, had done some really nice uh, work. A um, little bit more color than most people were um, shooting at the time. So like some of the other people we've talked about, he's one of the people that helped make color photography more acceptable as a fine art. Um, okay. Excellent. Um, but he was doing street photography stuff. And then he did just something wildly different. He moved out to Cape Cod and spent, I think a summer out there with an eight by 10 view camera. Wow. Shooting color print film and put to, together a book uh, that became very famous, really made his career. It's called Cape Light, and I still recommend it. You can still buy it. Um, it's still in print and really gorgeous images, really nice, subtle colors, great compositions. It's just, it's a wonderful book. It, it really is. And um, so that was really quite different, you know, in terms of a shift. He, I mean, he still does street photo fog photography and did after that book. Um, but another thing that he became famous for, and I suspect some of our listeners will have heard about this, is he got special permission uh, to go into the 9-11 site afterwards. During the cleanup. During the cleanup and photograph what was going on, the workers. And once again, he took his, his view camera in there um, just to make sure that what he did was the best possible historical record of things. So it was an interesting project and interesting images coming out of that as well. Um, yeah. And you can see those. Um, a lot of these images are on Joel's website, joelmeyerowitz.com. Um, and I, I'm just struck by the, how well he got these nice, if you like pastel tones and, and soft mm -hmm. colors, then this is the guy. I mean, this is, this is really um, wonderful. Um, and then he's got some older stuff, um, you know, 35 millimeter, you know, from the early sixties street photography in places like New York and St. Louis, um, quite, quite nice. And even some commercial work that, that he's done and that the style, it's like all of a sudden you realize, okay, well, this is where I've seen this style before, it's yes. kind of, you know, and, yes. and you don't, you don't even realize that he was one of the people that was creating this style mm -hmm. at, at that time. And, um, you know, it's 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 interesting, Rick, because um, we were having a an offline conversation, and this will come up um, maybe in our in our future episodes. Um, you mentioned why did Joel Meyerowitz bring a large format camera to the World Trade Center site? 
mm-hmm. because he wanted the best possible quality images. Mm-hmm. Let's think about where we were. That was over 20 years ago now. Right. Digital stuff was barely out there at this point. I mean, it Even was at sh- that time, it was viewed as a bit over the top in some ways, but I think it was driven by how important he thought it was to do it right. Well, and, and I'm saying the technology for things like digital were mm-hmm. in its infancy. 35 millimeter film is great, but it pales in comparison to the detail that you can get out from a larger format. Mm-hmm. And this this goes along with what we were brought up and taught. You know, it was pounded in our head. So hold that thought because it, you know, it may show still, up as a we're theme trying to wrap our head around some of these other things. Weeks. Yeah. Um, but you know, there was there's reasons for this. It was, but it's very cool, and you know, the images are are wonderful. Um, I mean, I was just noticing like uh, uh, his his series on these are on his website. The photos of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And and the first one in the series is like a little corner store, donuts, and there's a big old painted sign on the wall, the brick above it that says brains, 25 cents. <laughs> it's like, okay, I got to think about that one. That's mm-hmm. that's that's one as well. Um, there's a wonderful boardroom photo in there. I'll let you find that one later. Um, it's uh, a different subject altogether of a, of a corporate boardroom. Um but anyway, these are things our, our listeners can can look up on the website. But he's still around. And he's got a blog, and uh, and uh, you can and he even does some online uh, classes and things like that. So, or at least did. It's listed on the website. So interesting stuff. Yeah, those those are still available, and he is an excellent speecher. <laughs> There's some irony right there, right? Right. Excellent speaker and teacher. I, I guess that makes you a speecher. A speecher, yes. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good one. I, I'll have to remember that rate. For, for future reference. Yeah, it's um, quite good. So um, so these are all very good things. Now, um, uh, anything else uh, that you wanted to talk about? No. I, I, I mean, I think it is good for all of our listeners to go to these websites for these photographers who you may have heard of and you may know anyway. If you already know them, go back and revisit them. Uh, if you didn't know them, like I was kind of ignorant on this one go and look at the shots because again it may or may not be what you do their style but it might give you some ideas for ways to change stuff up i'll just say my copy of cape light is about 10 feet away from where i'm sitting and it it is a book that i would recommend people get you know it makes a nice gift Mm -hmm. whatever yeah Uh, well those those eight by ten color glossy pictures are wonderful yeah. yeah. Um, now, uh, anything else that we want to cover this nope. week? Okay. So before we go, because we promised, um, I want to give a shout out to our benefactor level patrons on our on our site because we have several of you who have signed up at that level, and uh, we promised you as part of your um, package that you would get a shout out on the show so for this month so far we've got three people at the benefactor level who i want to acknowledge we both want to acknowledge matt bixler kim brace and john candell thank you guys so much all three great guys uh for um yeah they've all been on our workshops um in the past uh and very very thankful you guys will also be receiving a photo critique from us we'll be in touch with you on how to get that as part of your benefactor package so thank you once again uh until next time 
We'll see you online. Don't forget to check out our new website at imagedoctorsphoto.com. And until next time, happy shooting. Bye-bye.